Hey, what's up? It's Health Coach Lou, and thank you for listening to the Healthy Project Podcast. This episode has been sponsored by TheWonderSpray.com. See, The Wonder Spray is an incredible product for disinfection, deodorizing, first aid, wound healing, skin care, and allergy symptom relief. Go pick up a bottle at www.TheWonderSpray.com. Use the promo code CLFS and get free shipping off your first delivery. Again, that is www.thewonderspray.com promo code CLFS and get free shipping. All right, y'all. Thank you so much and enjoy the episode. Everybody, thank you for watching and listening to the Healthy Project Podcast. I am your host, Corey Dion Lewis, a.k.a. Health Coach Lou. I got uh, a special guest in the building today. We have Alex Hashin from uh, Burn Along. Hey, man, thank you so much for being on with me this afternoon. Absolutely, Corey. Thanks for inviting me. I'm, I'm happy to be here. Yeah, man. So there was a specific reason why I reached out to you. So we've been connected on LinkedIn for a while, but I had recently written an article on Medium called Social Wellness Post-COVID-19. And it got me thinking, you know, with digital wellness and digital health platforms and people working from home more and utilizing those resources more, what does that look like? You, you, know, you know what I mean? Like that, that's, you know, really like what's going to happen from now on because things are digital is, is, is where, it's where it's at, is where, is where it's going. So, but also social wellness is a big part of overall well-being right so we are we are social beings we want to be around people we want to be interactive and interact my question is you know from from the jump you know with your experience you know what do you think you know how do you feel about or how do you see social wellness from your lens yeah i mean that's a great question because it it seemed like when covid-19 hit and the pandemic hit and everybody is is stuck at home people were in one of two camps. It was either the people that were like, all right, great, I'm gonna do my workouts at home. I'm gonna clear a spot in the living room. I'm just gonna get down to it. Yep. And other people were like, this is a reason why I can't even I can't even fathom it now. You know, it like put it further off of their radar. Those people that were kind of on the edge of, you know, going to the gym, well now the gym's closed, so it's just not happening. And when right you take into account like the social piece, like you said, is so important. Like not only are we social beings, but we're so much more likely to create and sustain a habit if I've got somebody there holding me accountable. And when I'm in my living room isolated, you know, without anyone else, it makes it a heck of a lot harder. Yeah, it does. It does. And like you, you see it more and more now, especially with, with employees working from home, right? You know, I had a, I had a, I was talking to a patient yesterday. You know, she's been working from home since the pandemic started. She used to go on walks with her manager when she was at work. And now that's, that's kind of stopped, right? Because they're not, she's not at the office anymore. And she, I, I feel like it was more of a, a social thing to where she enjoyed just going on a walk with her manager and now having to switch, make that switch to doing it from home. And that's a struggle for her. But I also, on the same, on the same day, have somebody that I see that's like totally content with doing it online. 
and enjoying it and having a great time and interacting with the other people that are doing it. And she's getting that social engagement through, through that. So it's almost like it, if one, it really depends on the person, but also, I mean, you still can have a social, I guess, a social relationship or digitally, I guess, if, if, if that, I if mean, that we're having this, sense. we're having this conversation right Absolutely. now, thousands of miles away. So it is possible for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Great. So, so yeah, man. So this whole the social wellness, have you noticed in your, in your experience, how much of the social part of, of wellness do you experience with, you know, the, the people that utilize your platform or just uh, people you've coached in the past. You were a personal trainer at one point, right? Yeah, still am. Still am a personal trainer. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I want to uphold that certification um, as long as I, as long as I live. I mean, that personal training for me was the thing that like really ignited like a, a passion for, for work in my life. Uh, and although I don't have like clients per se right now, I would love to again at some point and I want to be up on the ball, but yeah, it, it, it's so different. I mean, everybody's so different to begin with, right? And now we're all stuck in, in a social atmosphere and, or a, an online atmosphere looking for that social interaction. That's one of the cool things about um, Burnalong is that we are an online video platform, but we're also you know, a, a place to create social connections. Um, one of the cool things that we do is the ability to take classes live with other people. So for instance, you and I could schedule a yoga class for tonight where we watch one of our on-demand yoga videos, but I can see you, you can see me, we can chat back and forth, motivate each other like that, that gym class experience, um, but from our respective living rooms with the people that we trust and just kind of, you know, keep churning and burning and having that kind of relationship. Yeah, I think I would, I would like that, especially right now, you know, in, in this time, you want to be able to do something from the comfort of your home and still be able to connect with other people, uh, but what is what is the I guess going forward, right? Do you see this being a nor the norm of people just wanting to be in the comfort of their own home uh, and not going out as often? You know, we we've seen what's what's happened so far. I don't know how it is where where you're at, Alex, but here people as soon as bars and things open, people were out. Next mm -hmm. thing you know, numbers went up and they yeah. shut bars down again. Yeah, you, you know what I mean. So like where is the common ground of going out and interacting in person and being able to touch somebody and then doing that from the comfort of your home? I think there's a big difference between going out and touching somebody. That's, <laughs> people are going to be like, uh, let's not go. Let's not get crazy, Corey. They're fine. You can't see yourself, fine. brother. <laughs> no, that's a great question, though. But I think what it has done is it's brought virtual to the forefront of everyone's mind, whether it's virtual fitness or virtual meetings or virtual learning, everybody's like, all right, this is an option now. And more importantly, I have to be prepared to take that option if something like this comes up again, or if the person I'm interacting with prefers to do it this way. I think it's just shifted the way that we interact in general. So hopefully it gets back more towards, you know, shaking hands, hugging and all that stuff. But in the back of our minds, like this is always going to be here as far as right. I'm concerned. Yeah. For, for now, this, this is what it is, what it is. This is what it is yeah. right now. And um, I, I think you're, I think you're right for me, you know, when I think about it now is like, okay, from a coaching perspective or a personal trainer, I'm, cause I'm not a personal trainer. So I would love to get your insight on this. When you get back, say one day you get back to having a handful of 
of clients. I know you're busy yeah. right now, so you, you don't have clients, right? What does that look like over the internet? I guess trying to coach somebody over the phone or over a Zoom or over a burn along platform. Do you, there are certain cues that, you know, that I look for that are beneficial when I'm seeing somebody in person. Definitely. Those cues aren't there, you know, with, you know, online clients or you don't really see it or things like that. How do you, as a coach, you know, as a co personal trainer, how do you work through that? I, that's a great question because with personal training, it, you're not only looking for the cues, but those cues could determine if somebody gets hurt doing yeah. the exercises. So it's like stepped up to another level. It's not just like reading facial expressions and posture and stuff. It's like, if they don't have their correct posture, they might actually damage themselves. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and we don't want that, obviously. So I think um, this is cool. I, I haven't really thought about this, but I think it's going to take personal trainers to the next level and it's going to really challenge them to adapt. So if they are stuck doing, you know, online sessions with people, they need to adapt their workouts so that they are effective but with the least amount of risk for the client based upon the interaction that you know we're we're given so you can give verbal cues and i can say hey corey you know you know be mindful of this or that but it is different from like actually being there and guiding someone or spotting someone um so i think it is going to challenge personal trainers to like just kind of up the ante and make sure that the programming that they're delivering is is as effective but safe as as it possibly can be great answer i i and i and i totally agree even even for someone like me you know i do more behavior change stuff so when i'm talking it's almost it'd probably be easier for me to it, it, well, it is easier for me because i do online coaching but i can go off somebody's just how they answer me i can hear in their voice uh you're not you're not doing too well or you know, or you're struggling with whatever goal yeah. that we set. That's a lot different than having somebody do a deadlift and and, and you can't really yeah. see, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, hey, you could really break your back right now if, if I'm not there really showing you. So having to really explain and slow down and really structure the workouts, I think will only benefit coaches going forward. So I, I definitely uh, agree with that. And I think maybe we could even look at it in a positive light for both of these instances where when I'm having this conversation with you, I'm being like even hyper aware of like, you know, how I think my words are interacting, you know, with you, like how you're taking them yeah. in because it's easy for someone to show up to that meeting. Right. And, and this is what you see. They, they disappeared, right? <laughs> right? They don't want to show their face, right? <laughs> or, or it's easy to like put on a show. And, and, um, you know, when, when we're, we're stuck here, it might be, it just might be a nice challenge to like really, really listen to somebody for once. Yes. Active listening. I'm, I'm so, that's one of my key things that I try to focus on is really actively listening to somebody because they're telling you stuff without telling you stuff. You got to really just yeah. gotta really listen. <laughs> You know, yeah. so I know you really focus on employee health, right? Employee wellness is um, kind of the department you really, you focus on. Yep. So I read something a few weeks back that I actually put into the article where employees, when we were in the office, right? 
employees were more likely to make a change, a healthier change when they noticed or they saw other employees making a change. Mm-hmm. Um, specifically, they were talking about smoking. So I think, and I'm, I'm going to butcher the numbers here. My phone died, so I can't look it up. But um, it was like 74% of employees quit smoking when another employee quit. So like that, that social support was, was beneficial. Or if one employee ordered a salad for lunch, it almost kind of, you got something, got a healthier option too, because you didn't want to look. It's like positive peer pressure. Positive peer pressure. How do you see that yeah. um, going forward in a work from home setting uh, going forward with, with uh, employees right now? Yeah, so what we do with Burnalong, what a lot of companies have done with like digital wellness is implementing challenges. Mm. Um, and like, I, I love our challenges. Our challenges are based upon minutes watched. So real quick recap on Burnalong, we've got over 5,000 videos and 45 different categories. So there's literally something for everyone, which A, it, it breaks down a lot of those limiting factors for people and we try to get them involved. And when they're in a challenge, they can see themselves against their, their fellow employees and this little pretty orange bar that fills up as you <laughs> complete your, you know, your minutes. So if I see that Corey's bar is like 80% full and I'm at 30 and, you know, you and I are used to, you know, uh, bust on each other at the, the water cooler or whatever, yeah, I'm going to yeah. like hustle to, to fill my bar up too. So it still can translate, but it's just a matter of getting it in front of employees, making it relatable and accessible because, you know, we don't have as many interactions as we once did. Yeah. It's not like, you know, you're walking down the hallway, you run you bump into an employee anymore. I mean, there are some places like that. I mean, not everybody's working from home right now, right. but you know, for the most part, you know, a lot of yeah. people are. So, and it's not, it's not that, you see them in the hallway, you kind of, kind of chat and you say, hey, yeah, I'm doing this. And you can kind of encourage each other there. Now it's getting, you still have, you can still have that encouragement. It's just online now. Yeah. And I think it, it again, it, it challenges employers or, you know, HR teams or whomever is like in charge of motivating people and bringing these options to them to, to step it up. So whereas it might've just been an announcement at a morning meeting, now it's a message, you know, a, a wellness section in their Slack channel or, you know, a, a Facebook group or, or other ways of interacting with people and giving them opportunities to enter into these conversations without feeling like they're being forced into these conversations. Yeah. I want to just give a, if I, you know, I'm, I'm new to editing videos, so I'm going to try to put a, a round of applause right here because give it up for HR professionals right now. Once this COVID thing yeah. hit, they had to put in serious work. So yeah. Good yeah. Yeah, I agree. Cause I couldn't even imagine. And those were some of the most taxed, stressed out, busy people to begin with. And now yes. they're like, shoo, like yep. to the moon. <laughs> yep. And they're, they're picking it up, man. They're doing it. They, they really stepped up. Yeah. Right? So props to all of them as well. Yeah, kudos to you. And that's a great segue into the next thing I wanted to get your expertise on. So when it comes to employees and, and stress, uh, it seems like because of working from home, the, the kind of the gift and the curse is you're at home and there's that 
that benefit of, you know, just getting out the bed, going to work, but also it seems like a lot more employees are working longer hours because they can't get away from work. Yeah. How, how do you, you know, what would you recommend for employees or somebody who's struggling with just can't get away from work or they see a, a email pop up. So you go check it real quick, even though it's way after hours, yeah. what are, what are your, what are your suggestions for someone to try to get away from work when it's always in their face? Number one is like develop a routine, you know, so where your routine used to be, you wake up, you make your coffee, you drive to work, you're at work, you drive home, you, you do family life. Now it's, you wake up, you make your coffee, you're, you know, you're, you're already at work like right away. So maybe, maybe you start your day with like a 20 minute walk outside, you know, or, or 10 minute, five minute, whatever it may be. Like put yourself in the mindset of like doing something good for yourself. I, I'm a big, big proponent of if you can do one thing positive, whether it's making your bed or going for a walk or doing 10 push-ups first thing in the morning, it just, it sets off a, a cycle of good things for the rest of your day. And if good things don't happen, at least you started the day with that one good thing. So that's, that's my first tip is like, start with a healthy, a good habit. And then secondly, if you can separate your work life from your household, all the better. So this might look like a fancy corner office, but it's actually a big closet that I turned into an office so that I'm not sitting on my couch with my laptop because I feel like the couch is where I'm going to go tonight. But if I'm there all day, the laptop's still going to be there and then work is still going to be there. So being able to like shut the door to this closet office and be like, I'm done for the day is really mentally helpful. That's, that's really my, my biggest thing. And then, you know, you always have your phone on you. So as much as you can, just try to leave it in the other room or whatever. What are you doing in terms of that? Yeah. So I actually, I work at a hospital, so I, I have not worked from home through this whole thing. Oh, wow. Um, but I have worked from home before. So before I became a health coach in a clinical primary care setting, um, I was a health coach for a large corporate wellness company and we worked from home. The advice that my supervisor gave us when we first start working from home was uh, one, always change your clothes, wear, have your work clothes. And yeah. Oh, that's a good one. Why good it was one. very beneficial because it was like, I would, I would, I would change for work. Even though I was just coming downstairs yep. to my basement, I would change for work. And then once work was over, I changed out of those clothes into like my at home clothes. Yes. And mentally that was, that was the change. Now, I mean, I was just a health coach. So like, I didn't have the stress of needing my, my cell phone on me. I didn't have my email on my cell phone. So that was, I, once I unplugged, I was done, you know? Mm -hmm. So that was, that was very beneficial information for me because as you work from home, what, for, what I noticed was, and one thing else I had to do was I had to take lunches. Granted, granted this was way before COVID-19, but um, I had to take lunches away. Like I, even if, even if I packed my own lunch, I had did it at a park or I did it um, or I went to a coffee shop and just sat down, I ordered a coffee, but then I had my lunch with me there. I had yeah. to get out of the house. And I know that's a little harder now because a lot of coffee shops are letting people in and it's drive through only. But I really like what you said, you know, starting your day with a positive mindset or doing something like that. I wish I would have done that. I wish I would have started my day with a workout. I always worked out after work 
Yeah. Um, but I feel like starting your day with, with one success, a workout, you know, making Whatever. your bed, doing some, doing something to start your day. Like, okay, boom, my day is done. I think that would have been, that would have been very beneficial, but changing my clothes was, was, was good for me too. Yeah. That's a huge one. I, I do that as well. I mean, I got my khakis and belt on right now and, <laughs> Uh, you know, when we get done with this call, I'll go put my shorts on and, and t-shirt and hang out, but it does put you in a good mindset. Yeah. I, th I think the social thing, Alex, for me, the more and more I talk about it, it really is, you know, your mindset going into it. If you're going to feel like, oh, I can't see my friends. If you're, if you're just being kind of like a sourpuss about it, it's going to affect you a lot more. What this can do, you know, your friends are just a phone call away too. You can still have a conversation with people or you can yeah. still with, you know, the burn along platform in a talking about it in an employee wellness or in a wellness perspective, you can still interact with people through there and, and do encouragement. There are things we can still do. Yeah. You just gotta, I don't think anyone really cared about going out until you couldn't, <laughs> you know, right. like until you couldn't, you know, it was like, Oh, well, I wanted to go to the bar. Why? Well, you haven't been to the bar in five years. You know? <laughs> <laughs> you didn't no, you're, you're completely right. And it is, a, it is a challenge for some people. And I think that that first week of work from home was like exciting and it was yeah. fun. And then two, three, four, five, six months into it, it's like so draining. And a lot of people are at that just absolute top level of can't take it anymore. And I would just say to those people, like, it's time to shift that perspective a little bit. And instead of thinking about all the things we can't do, start looking at the options of what we can do. And although they may not be as good, they are still something. Like, you can always do something, right? Like, yeah. And I, even a walk around the block twice a day, you'd be surprised. Like, that makes you feel good. You get some yeah. fresh air, get your lungs moving. So yeah, it, there's no need to give up hope. Like there's a lot of smart people, like the people that developed uh, Burnalong who are creating programs just for these situations. Yeah, I mean, I mean, just, you gotta think outside the box, like you said, and you gotta do, you gotta do other things outside of having to go somewhere. You know, like, right. like I brought up before, I think when people think about digital wellness or social wellness, through um digitally we think about social media right like yeah connecting on facebook or connecting on whatever social media platform people use you know i feel like a phone call is is pretty meaningful i would prefer someone call me and say hey i liked that shirt you're wearing the other day on that picture than just liking the picture on social media i could not agree more man i I'm a, I'm kind of a anti-social media or like, you know, try to keep that to a minimum. I feel yep. like that kind of dredges up some, you know, some bad uh, thoughts in terms of what my life should be compared to your life and all that. <laughs> and whenever I see, uh, you know, a birthday notification on Facebook, if I've got that person's phone number, I'm, I'm texting them. And I feel like I feel good about doing that. And then sometimes it starts a conversation and I've like reignited a friendship that you know had been kind of dormant for a few months absolutely i mean it's i would much rather or if i if i don't have the number just a, a direct message to them yeah. i feel like it is just is as meaningful good. it's just, just it's as just good. as good you know i'm one to call somebody I, I think it's i think it's more 
I, I think just a random like on something is, I mean, we, we all do it. You're just, just thumbing through. Yeah. And you see somebody, you know, oh, okay, cool. You don't, you don't even know what they're doing. It's very superficial. <laughs> yeah. You know, the picture could be like, I hate everybody. And you're like, oh, hey, that's my friend. Like, and you're like, you don't even know. You don't yeah. even know what <laughs> You just know that you know him. You don't know what yeah. his message is saying. But I feel like, and I hate to be the old guy that's like this generation. Conversa- <laughs> you know, like, conversations can be hard. We have to have that conversation about, hey, it's a new time. If you want to be beneficial, you want to have that benefit of social wellness, yeah. picking up the phone and calling someone and talking to them is going to be important. Yeah. And those are skills that uh, we all are losing a yep. little bit, unfortunately. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, just the ability to be like, hey, how are you? And have a little awkward silence. <laughs> that's, that's super uncomfortable for a lot of people. But I mean you know, it, it is so valuable and you feel good. You feel good about making the call. You feel good about getting that call. Uh, and you've kind of inspired me to, to make a couple of calls this week, uh, you know, myself, because it, it really is important. Yeah. I mean, I, and you, like you said, I was kind of rusty too. You know, once I started the podcast, because like, I never, I mean, I, I am a social person. I, I don't mind talking to people, but yeah. just haven't done it. And I had this, you know, I had this uh, itch to be like, you know what, I'm tired of just having LinkedIn connections and not knowing who they are. So I'm gonna start talking to them. And like, oh, well, I want more health and wellness uh, connections on LinkedIn, not specifically to sell anything. I just want to just, you learn so much. I've learned so much from everybody that I've interviewed. You know what I mean? So it's like, I'm getting that benefit from my LinkedIn connection. I'm going to have to, I want to start talking to these people. So even every LinkedIn connection I have, I try to set up a Zoom call or a phone call. Cause I just, I want to be able to talk to you. You know what I mean? And, yeah. and talk to those people. And yeah, that first, I don't know if you listened to my very, very first podcast. Luckily it was with, with a friend that I knew, but it was awful. <laughs> it was, <laughs> I'm sure you're, you're hard on yourself. It was awful. I, I was like, who? I was stuttering like, everybody hates their voice, but it's just one of those things where when you, it's funny because I talk for a living, you know what I mean? Like I talk to people for a living and I listen, but it was, it was just a different experience and it was just rusty, but you know, you get better, you improve and you can only get better by doing it more, right? Doing it more. (laughs) Calling more people. Great, man. So, so what's, what's next for you? You know, what's next for burn along? You know, what, what do you see, what's going on now? And what do you see happening in, in the future with employee wellness or in, in digital health? Yeah, I mean, Burnalong's in a, a massive growth phase. I mean, it was a very unfortunate circumstance, obviously COVID-19 that led to like our services being in very high demand. So we've been bringing on, you know, large cities like the city of Pittsburgh and school systems and YMCA's even to offer, you know, Burnalong to their members. Um, which has been amazing. I mean, it's, it's really cool to, to see the company grow, but it's really fun to talk to like those HR professionals and right. the benefits people. And they get so excited about being able to deliver something fun uh, and different, you know, to their employees and be like, Hey, even though we're not together, we still like love you. We still care about you. Um, so that's, that's really cool in terms of, you know, where Vernalong's going. I'm, I'm along for the ride, man. I, 
I love this company. The philosophy on which it was founded is very similar to my personal philosophy on wellness and just that, you know, we got to try to show people there's a lot of different ways to take care of themselves. Um, and it's not about running marathons or eating kale salads every day. It's just about moving a little bit more than you did yesterday, stressing a little bit less and maybe eating a little bit smarter. Um, and that's going to lead to long-term success. And I itch like terribly for those interactions with my clients where they had that aha moment and they, you know, credited me for, for helping them get healthier. Um, so now I, I get to do that on a bit of larger scale through burn along. Um, and that's, that's what I, that's my drug, man. I, I look for that as much as I can. Cool. I mean, that, that's, that's awesome, Alex. People look for that their whole life trying to find that profession and that company and that job that they get that feeling from. So that's, man, be, be grateful for that. That's, that's amazing. That's amazing. And it it also, when, when you find a company that fits with your values and uh, you you can't, you can't beat it. You can't beat it at all. No. Cool, man. Well, this has been a fun conversation. Thank you so much, Alex, for your time. Um, Thank you for your, uh, your expertise. So if the listeners want to get, learn more about you or burn along, you know, how can they, how can they reach you? Yeah. I mean, uh, you can obviously send me an email, alex.hashin at burnalong.com or just go to burnalong.com and learn a little bit more about uh, what we do. And, and one of us will be happy to help you out. Awesome. Well, Hey, Alex, again, thank you so much for your time. Thank and you, guys, Corey. thank you for watching the healthy project podcast. I'll holler at you next time. 